It's the Art Bros. How you doing, everybody? Uh, episode 22, we're recording for you. Hey, everybody's staying cool out there. It's, it's real hot. We got a national heat advisory right now or whatever. We're in the red, but in temperature <laughs> and not, you know. Anyways, I hope you're staying cool. I hope you're following our podcast at paidartist.com. And I hope you're checking out our website because we got some cool new stuff in development. We're going to try to like add more content in there so make sure you're checking it out uh right now there's not a lot on there but we're only on episode 21 and we're 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 coming in hot we're the hottest and smoothest new podcast on the block so make sure you tell everybody about this rare new find that you got on social media that isn't a annoying meme robot or something like that we're here for you it's the art pros it's me gage b we got rens b we're dropping hot, hot bars for you. Let's uh, let's just get to it. Today we're gonna be talking about the newest, hottest, the biggest issue facing America. Just kidding, we're not. We're talking about social justice insomnia. And you might, what is that? What is social justice insomnia? Well, you know, if you well, in regular insomnia. You can't sleep. You're always awake. And this is the same thing because when you're experiencing social justice insomnia, it's hard to not be woke. You're always woke. You can't stop. And it'll affect it'll affect you if if you do it too much. There's no problem with being woke. Like that's how we get things done in life. Yeah, you got to wake up in the morning. But at yeah. certain points you need to go to sleep to recharge. Yeah. You might have social justice insomnia if you have severe anxiety about what you look like at all times no matter where you are you might have social justice insomnia if you are to focus on what other people look like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah or something in that fashion i don't know this is a controversial topic you might have social justice insomnia if you have lost relationships with family members over political disagreements and you might have social justice insomnia if you've been blocked a couple times on social media for trying to speak your truth and being completely honest about your uh, opinions and philosophy and let me just say that despite the despite the cliche of social justice being something that the left is a uh, propagator of uh, we're using the term social justice insomnia to acknowledge people who are way too focused on politics on all sides um we are enlightened centrists <laughs> 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 just kidding uh, i think we both skew left but um basically like like your uncle who maybe has a little bit of a white nationalist uh, leaning it also has social justice insomnia because the motherfucker you know works at a plant and drives a forklift and yet can't stop talking about why aoc you know has the balls to say anything as a waitress i, I don't know like but you know you might have social justice insomnia if you feel it's okay to be excluded from events based on the way you look but see are you going to get uh, FOMO if you stay asleep? Are you going to miss anything if you log off and try to enjoy things? You might have social justice insomnia if you refuse to log off. You might have social justice insomnia if you feel like you lost a debate if you didn't reply to somebody on Facebook that has an opposing viewpoint. You might have social justice insomnia if you can't understand why people think that antifa is a terrorist organization <laughs> oh man you might you might have social justice insomnia if you um listen to this podcast late at night to try to bash us and destroy us for being wrong you might have social justice insomnia if you don't understand why people don't like pepe the frog you might have social justice insomnia if you think that uh drawing of a frog is related to 
Nazis, but really it's just a drawing of a frog. You might have social justice insomnia if you don't trust Fox News, but you do trust, M- uh, what is it, MSNBC? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Uh, C- <laughs> CNN is the best. CNN is the best, most woke. They They literally probably don't sleep. They're probably just doing social justice all the time. You might have you know social I mean? justice insomnia if you think that Tucker Carlson or and Stephen Colbert have different levels of of you know propaganda and influence on people. Um you might have social justice insomnia if you think that what's that fat guy uh Glenn Beck? The other guy <laughs> The dude, <laughs> the bad, bad man that is, Alex Jones is <laughs> trying to say that, yeah, you, that guy that's always trying to say he's not doing something that he gets caught for all the time. You, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> you might have social justice insomnia if you say Trump's name more than four times a week. That's one for you, man. That's one. I said it like 30 times. I texted week. it to you twice, so I'm like, I didn't say it, but. I guess two texts is equal to like three texts is one say. <laughs> we're gonna make them rules. Yeah, um, all right, everybody. We're, Damn, dude, we're that's just... like six minutes of you might be. <laughs> You're killing it. You might be a redneck. If... <laughs> uh, all right. So social justice insomnia. It's the problem of being too woke, and it's actually not really a problem to care about the world around you or politics or any of that thing. But the but we're really looking out for you guys, interns. Because the problem with social justice insomnia has nothing to do with your political views, but more so the the personal exhaustion that you're, you'll face, how taxing it is to both live a life where, you know, presumably work a job and pay your own rent and have your own personal issues and simultaneously have to maintain this uh, this political body, this this voice on on Twitter. Or this voice on Facebook or Instagram where you where you need to constantly, you know, give a fuck about something outside of your own your own existence. I mean, you can't even make it to work before nine nine AM. So like why do you care about Congress? It, they're not affecting you right this moment. And if you care a lot, then you know, buy a gun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you could shoot your phone. <laughs> you could shoot your phone. You could shoot congressmen you disagree with. Um, well, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting ridiculous. Don't shoot anybody. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot anybody. <laughs> but, uh, keep in mind that, like, like, the problem with social justice insomnia is that it's, it's disorganized, like, sadness. You know, it's a bunch of people who all agree that things are wrong with this country and it's unorganized. So instead of, instead of putting that emotional and physical effort into addressing things, all you're doing is taxing yourself, which ultimately benefits those who are oppressing you, no matter who you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am more concerned about getting to work at nine every morning. I open my phone and I'm Googling different things. I'm Googling uh, information about Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> I'm Googling how to beat the next level in this video game. I'm Googling funny articles on Associated Press. <laughs> and the, my point being in, all, in saying all of that is that there's so much uh, traffic going on, on on your telephone screen. There's so much of these... In a weird opinions they're not weird they're they're totally real but like a great philosopher albert einstein once says too much of a good thing can get you too woke yeah too woke and let me tell you this uh some of you may be sitting there fuming at the mouth being like you guys have so much privilege to criticize people who care about their surroundings and the politics of their life we're not saying that it's a problem to do that but what we're saying is that what I'm saying, I'm not going to speak for Renz. <laughs> what I'm saying is that uh, to one, to have the ability to be educated enough to be this level of woke, it requires a lot of education. It requires a lot of mental effort to stay on the internet and do you know your research on like, all right, well we we were pro Bernie, but you know he's pro Israel, so now we don't fuck with Bernie. Like you have to stay up on all of that. Um, and I don't think people who are like super marginalized 
uh, you know, have that level of time. So if you're feeling offended by us saying you have social justice insomnia, you know, maybe you should take a second, reflect, like I'm reflecting right now and be like, hey, am I happy? <laughs> See, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with being informed about your country, other countries and things that politicians are doing. Not at all. There's nothing wrong. My point, our point is to say that that shit will keep you up at night. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to get to sleep. No, yeah, that's why we added the insomnia out there. You know, being a social justice warrior, that's tough. You know, you're out there in the field, you're, you're being active, and you're, you're gathering the troops, you're ready for battle. And yeah, you're in organizing. One way. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, like Renz, you know, Renz and I know a lot of people who organize and do stuff. I don't. I'm lazy. You know, I'm just here recording the art pros to, uh, you know, tell you guys you're dumb. We're giving the intel out. Yeah, we're giving out the intel. We're telling, we're telling, we're telling everyone what what the thoughts are. So, you know, in every good battle, you got the warriors, you got the intel team, you got the supply team. We're the intel team a little bit. You know, we we, we tell everyone what's going on out out there in the world. We don't want anybody to be um, unhealthy because they're the, the these posts that are angering you keep you up at night you're like oh, i can't believe it i can't believe aoc is is under the radar go, oh my goodness i can't believe that guy did it again that man voldemort his <laughs> name i can't say because if i say it two more times, times. I'm not you know <laughs> i'm not gonna get to sleep no, tonight <laughs> no this is not good oh i'm so mad if you have an opinion at all about ben shapiro you're, you're probably you probably have social justice insomnia you could just ignore the motherfucker. <laughs> just, you know, just be informed. Be, be, be happy that you're intelligent about the conversations. But, you know, this thing happens when, 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 when this judgment, this big hammer of judgment just raises up. It's so destructive, the emotion behind it. And that energy is kind of translated with your thumbs because that's the same type of energy people might feel when they want to reply to a ang nasty comment on their facebook and now we're being divided irl and on facebook because people are blocking each other because of this good friends that thought they were cool now have differing viewpoints and we now live in, in a society yeah <laughs> now we live in a society as the great michelle obama once said trigger fingers turn to twitter fingers <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Co Renz doesn't co-sign that. No, I mean, I didn't <laughs> take it. I don't. Care. I don't. You know, he, she might have said that at one point. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not that woke. I like. I like getting my eight hours of sleep to refresh my brain, get myself on that even level level playing field, to to reclaim my uh, badge of centricism, uh, even though I don't know what that is really. Yeah, it's just some meme that uh, people on you know, both sides say about people who have moderate opinions and sometimes agree with one side or the other. Um, it, it's something that I hear as a pejorative from the left, mostly like when someone is, I don't know, I guess not far left enough for them. <laughs> like if you say something like, I don't see the point in uh, slashing the tires of ICE vehicles, uh, someone might call you like an enlightened centrist. Does you it... be like, oh, I'm, a, I'm not... You know, I am in support of destroying concentration camps, but I don't think that slashing an ICE vehicle's uh, tires is a smart idea because, you know, we pay taxes for that, and that's a dumb way to destroy, like, property. And if I really cared, I would probably just go to the concentration camps with a, an AR-15 along with a bunch of other people and organize that and free those people if it's really as evil as I'm saying it is on the internet. Um you know, you might be an enlightened centrist if you, uh, you know, think like that. Man, I'm I'm too concerned about my own ability to concentrate than the camps that concentrate on doing bad things. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not I'm not about to go in there guns blazing or anything like that. I'm not about to walk into city hall next week and yeah. be like, take it down. Yeah. Look, I like take look, me to your leader. <laughs> my name's Billy uh billy ray cyrus and i was crossing the street and i was getting so mad i was getting so mad at these uh these goddamn immigrants who want to come into my country i was getting so mad i almost got hit by a truck 
you know, that's the problem with being woke all the time and constantly focusing on uh, shit on the internet. You don't focus on your real life. You don't focus on what to do in your local community that could help you. Yeah, and life's all about balance, you know? You want to be able to, because it gets tiresome. I don't know, uh, I, I get tired of seeing that stuff online. It makes me a little emotional, too, seeing it on my screen, reading people say stuff. And then I'm like, you know, if I feel it. I feel that. I feel that flame inside. I'm like, man, I really should say, I really should type out. I'm going to use so many negative adjectives on this. And I'm going to look up so many facts. Next thing you know, two hours later, I'm drafting like a four paragraph <laughs> essay response that no teacher is even going to grade to get me into a good college. Yeah, big, big oof, yo, big oof. This is <laughs> not, you know, like. <laughs> I went. I I was privileged enough to be able to go to a school and a college to give me the ability to learn all like you know all these great adjectives and um, argumentative skills. But like you know, am I really want? Do I really want to utilize that to really own somebody on Facebook, own them, <laughs> make them feel wrong? No, they're probably not going to even care. They're probably going to keep thinking what they're thinking. Like fuck. What? Boom! You proved Cletus. That uh, you proved to Cletus that you're intellectually superior. When I see a comment and it starts out saying, um, you can block me if you disagree. I'm just going to like exit out of there. I'm like, I'm tired of it. I've been tired of it. Yeah. I'll do that in real life. Yeah, I'll block you IRL, bro. <laughs> yeah, say that, to, say, that, say that to my face, bro. Yeah, hear my real life adjectives coming from these lungs. Do you know I podcast? You know all the... <laughs> 15 minutes of research, 15 minutes times 20, 21 episodes, that's 100 minutes. Yeah, at least. 110 minutes, yeah. 130 minutes. Wait, yeah, something like that. Let me tell you, you might have social justice insomnia as an artist if you're scared to make art you want to make because it's not the type of art that you think you're supposed to be making. For example, as a Pinoy person, I will often reflect upon the work I'm making and be like, hmm, I'm not talking about issues that Pinoy people face. Maybe I just don't have the right to make this art because I should be talking about something more important. Um, What's more important than Pinoy art, though? Do nothing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. All the Pinoy art got destroyed by... Well, well like, don't you... Do you ever see, like... like I have a buddy who is, um, we'll just say asterisk mar- marginalized group who says like they want to make love songs, right? They want to make music about love songs. And they're like, I feel like because I'm X marginalized group, I'm supposed to be making music about like, like black liberation and stuff like that. But I just want to be able to make love songs without people thinking that I'm not like trite or banal like i just want to make the art that i want to make or i just want to contribute to humanity outside of you know what my skin color is i want to be allowed to be outside of that margin outside of that box that's the that's a tough part about participating in current culture and society is that um it's almost like Unless you want to totally sell out and make boring pop music, even that is like, you know, there's sort some some sense of marginalization out there because you gotta kind of wait in line. Yeah. Maybe that that the X Y Z type musician to be super popular. You can't have fifty X Y Z type musicians because we all know that there's more than enough talented individuals to take that seat yeah it's a seat that you got to wait in line for do the work and play that politics game same thing goes for everything else like if you really want to do the thing you want to do you got to pay your dues a little bit but know that in your way are people that want to control the media that gets released like that's the truth i get heated sometimes i see people um on people getting criticized for just wanting to make something that's outside of their identity uh, simply because it's outside their identity, regardless of the value of the object. Yeah, um, and then and then it's like, oh, yeah, that's a nice hobby, you know. Like, yeah, it's because nice it's a hobby. hobby. You're making yeah. your love songs. Yeah, you got it on. You got it on SoundCloud. You got it on Spotify. That's a nice hobby. We don't care about your feelings or your individual experience. What we need is for you to reinforce our narrative. It's it's a little bit of a uh, peer pressure. How dare you not reinforce this narrative that we have laid out for you on the uh, as 
the the media's told you that you're supposed to think and do stuff like this otherwise the world's gonna end how dare you not do that i feel a little weird man i feel like back in uh, back in the day when at school you're you're you know there's kickball it's kickball and pe and people got to pick you know there's two team leaders and they each pick and they take turns um based on who they think is good at it and who they think will be good for the team and they and you know i'm sitting there i don't want to be picked last yeah but I don't, you know like what do i care well i'm not gonna perform like a circus monkey for these people just so i get picked and in, in kickball you're sitting there uh, you're you know? thinking you know i'm you're like Renz was the most banging kickball pitcher of all time let me tell you but Renz's heart was in third base but the thing is is that Renz is a pitcher and they refuse to pick him unless he pitches but Renz just wants to play third base he just wants to be happy playing third base the thing is I got chosen because of my pitching skills yeah I didn't want to do that that's true (laughs) <laughs> I just accepted it. It's very true. It's one hundred percent true. People would pick me because they're like, "Oh, this guy's gonna throw me one," you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Oh man, I think I I I don't know if you went through this, but I went full circle. Like, I got I got like super woke in college because I felt like a piece of shit, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I need to think about other people's feelings, other people who haven't had my lifestyle." And then I got so woke that I started caring about everybody's lifestyles and then I stopped um, being woke again. Now I'm just dumb. I had a hard time with the, uh, the uh, be accepting myself as someone woke. I never really felt like I could claim that title, even though, you know, I did all these, um, dude, I read so much, so much communist shit. I read all the communist shit. I mean, <coughs> The thing about it for me is, as woke as I can think, I, I, I can get. I can only speak about what I've experienced truthfully yeah. and honestly, and to be able to to describe my needs as a person who's experienced the things that I think should be different for people like me are one hundred percent different than other people's opinions. And I can, you know, like I said earlier, I could be aware and um conscientious of those things but i'll never know what it's like and you know you gotta you gotta trust other other people around you and leave it to them pretty much to to voice their needs yeah but you can still be with them you know as a as a as a ally that's another buzzword that people like using the ally definitely and i think i think allyship is really important especially with like different marginalized groups but you may be facing uh, social justice insomnia if you're afraid to voice your own opinion about things that would help you um, when there when there's space for you to voice that opinion. Like, like I don't know, you may be like a like a a spaghetti man in a space where like you know you're a spaghetti man. There's a bunch of garlic bread uh, dwarves all having a conversation. And the garlic bread dwarves are talking about like how to, how to deal with the spaghetti man issue. But then you're, as a spaghetti man, you feel afraid to say, "Oh, well, this is how other spaghetti men might think." You know, you you might have garlic bread insomnia. Order, order! I'm here to call the coalition of garlic bread uh, peoples. Um, we've, we're experiencing a lot of negative, negative, uh, effects of these spaghetti men. They're leaving sauce all over the streets. They're, uh, people are spending too much money in, uh, getting their cars cleaned because there's, there's sauce everywhere. These garlic men are leaving, leaving their sauce trails everywhere. They're leaving meatballs and the, the, there's too much pollution. And we want all, we want the world better for garlic men. And, and then there's one uh spaghetti man in there in the mix with all the garlic he's like yeah yeah i i um i don't put sauce on myself in the morning anymore and i stopped i stopped uh buying meatballs to, to accessorize my noodles uh i agree with everybody yeah um so so kind of like like what so the spaghetti man um, amongst the garlic bread people what's gonna happen to that guy like what's the uh i don't know where i'm going with this i just wanted to freestyle it well what the spaghetti man spaghetti, guy? spaghetti man 
then is like, you know, um, without my sauce, I don't stay well lubricated. I become a little dry and, uh, you know, that's not really natural. And I kind of feel like you guys are marginalizing, you know, this one issue. Like, I understand that, like, you have this body of issues that ultimately is caused by spaghetti men as, as, a, as an entire demographic. But, you know, I don't, we need a certain amount of sauce. And we, we agree to not drip as much sauce everywhere. And we're, we're, we're hearing you out. Hey, shut the fuck up, spaghetti man. This is garlic bread space. All right? This is garlic bread space. You're lucky we even let you here. Now be a good ally and don't voice your concerns. You've had enough time as the as the main dish. We want a garlic bread dish. But we care about equity. So, um, this poor spaghetti man is in this room with a whole bunch of angry garlic bread uh, dwarves. And... And he's feeling ostracized because he just wants to—he just wants everybody to get along. He—he he dried up all of his sauce. He's not I, dripping. I mean, he empathizes. He's empathizing, and <coughs> and these garlic bread people are only—you know—they're only concerned about having uh, people. People. People aren't allowed to drip. Yeah. These spaghetti people. These spaghetti people with families. How are they supposed to put uh, <laughs> bread on the table <laughs> if the uh, bread people? I mean, you know, you could have a spaghetti revolutionary being like, why don't the garlic bread people just soak up all of our sauce? Yeah. Because that's what they're there for. Yeah. And then soak it all up. And have a bunch of angry linguine types, you know, some, some spaghetti linguine people, very angry. Yeah. They're just tired of people thinking they're a different type of noodle when really you chew it and it's the same noodle, you know? See, the thing is, is that um, Renz and I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the importance of having an equitable pasta economy is that people are able to voice their opinions and that others can listen to them and respond because the discourse is important. Ultimately, how are you supposed to know whether someone's your enemy or whether how to reconcile differences between people if you don't give certain groups a voice? And that is the problem that garlic bread people have faced for so long you know, as as atheists, they haven't had the chance to um, to address you know this this spaghetti fascist culture, and they're finally getting an opportunity. But the biggest problem is you're only going to end up with 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 sauce shed if there's not a conversation about all right, how can we reconcile this? Because if you're like pe different people have different needs, and you know. This is all shit that doesn't matter. And if you're reading too much into that metaphor, you might have social justice insomnia. See, you're right. You don't want any sauce shed. No, 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 no violence. No crumbs spilled. Because they're all working towards the same same goal. They they all just want uh, Olive Garden United State. Yeah. They just want a, a what's the other place? Is it Buca de Beppo? Yeah. Yeah, they just, you know, they want to know that when you go to their state, when you're there, you're family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, what's the big deal? Why you got to be spilling your crumbs all, all over the place just just for some sauce drip on the ground? What, over, over, over pasta supremacy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're going to let oh, a bunch of pasta supremacists, like like rile you up into fucking bloodshed they've been scared for a long time why do you think they come out after the bread all right first the bread comes out and then the pasta comes out because they're shook and then meanwhile you got all the salads on the side just is that us trying to you know yeah these salads they're like look we got croutons and sauce <laughs> so we're really right in the middle like yeah. you know some people don't want to eat the salad. Some, you know, we you get free salad in a meal. Some people just leave it on the table. I mean, I'm not gonna front. Like, I prefer garlic bread. You know, it's got more flavor. It goes with more stuff. You can dip it in sauces other than marinara. Like, and the thing is that garlic bread kind of ties together a meal the best. It it really brings seasoning to the table. But the thing is, oh, yeah. is that. What's happening is we're leaving pasta with, with one of two options, and it's either to completely leave you know, the seven-course meal or to completely take over the seven-course meal. And I don't know if you know, I, as a salad American, 
am uh, ready for the type of sauce shed and the crumbs spilt for that quite yet. And we're not talking about any cannoli people here because everybody loves the cannoli people. They're always doing the right thing. Yeah. They're always savory with their, well, you know, their diplomacy. So my point being is that how do we shift our perspective to respect the, the salad people, the saucy pasta people, no matter what type of sauce, no matter what type of pasta, and the garlic bread, no matter what type of shape, no matter how buttery or garlicky it is. You know, wheat. You know, yeah. whole wheat, or oh. are we going? We going all white, whole, whole grain. <laughs> we got whole grain bread. garlic bread. We got pita garlic bread. You ever had that? That shit is fucking delicious. Caesar Caesar salad. You got no croutons, or just plain, just plain lettuce. Listen, we all belong at the dinner table. <laughs> Somebody likes at least one or all of those options. And there's nothing wrong with seeing a guy eating just dry lettuce in your dinner table. Like, no, no. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm good with a Wagyu. No, I'm not vegan or anything. And, I, you know, the pasta kind of gets me a little bloated. I'll have the salad. Uh, hold the croutons. Um, no, no sauce. No, I don't want any in the side. It's just a big old bowl of salad. So here's the thing. Is if we as, as this meal can unify, we can work to subvert and you know, give high cholesterol to those who eat us. <laughs> we can work together to make it so that if they continue to eat too much of us, their systems will fail. But it's a little difficult to do that if, you know, pasta doesn't want to show up to the party anymore. You know, if you, yeah, some people, you know, you might want to add some extra pancetta into your repertoire of flavor extra fat you ever you been know? to flavor town <laughs> you know if you you got to be a carbon a little bit little bit carbonara a little bit uh what's the uh fettuccine alfredo i mean and those of you who are thinking i don't want bacon bits at this party trust me you're gonna want some bacon bits it brings a little bit of flavor and the thing is is that this obese motherfucker will never see the bacon bits coming. They'll be they'll be like, oh, I've had bacon bits my whole life. Bacon bits have always been on my side. You know, I love pigs. Why would pigs ever turn on me? But, you know, the bacon bits are getting eaten just like everybody else. So maybe we could work a little bit on getting the bacon bits turned to our side instead of telling them, you know what? You go with the pasta men. All right? So so here we are. This is the thing that's going on. This is the real life. This is why... This is why social justice insomnia is such an epidemic. We got we got our United States of Olive Garden that we want to reach. Yeah. We want everybody to come here and feel like they're family when you when you hear your family. Um, but the thing is, uh, amongst all of the the talking between the salad people with the croutons, the saucy pasta people, and and the garlic bread people. The people that can really make a difference aren't eating at Olive Garden or Buca de Beppo. They're hiring their own Italian chefs yeah. to make these dishes. And the flavors that they're getting to them are so savory and delicious that cannot compare to Olive Garden or Buca de Beppo. So how can they how can they even empathize with a spaghetti and meatball dish from the south side of 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 Illinois? How can they empathize with with a nice clam pasta with, with a big old bowl of, of of crab of cr crab cake salad you know from 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 the chesapeake bay olive garden branch yeah how they can don't they empathize how can they em empathize with the with the texas toast garlic bread people yeah they may own olive garden stock but that doesn't mean that they go there you know they're going to they're going to petite louis I don't even know what the fuck for there. They're going to um going to grano. They're going they're they're <laughs> they're going to the five star uh Hilton Hilton suite at the very see that's not even there's hotels I've never even heard of. And they don't care these, about us. They don't. I mean the pasta people. They don't want to eat pasta. They want to eat they want to eat steak with ketchup on the side. They're like, hell yeah, we got this steak. Well done and crispy. Mm, oh yeah. Yum. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just yeah. hungry. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um I social justice insomnia is tough because it it 
you know, it divides people. Mm-hmm. And it, it's constantly giving you reasoning to hate people who are relatively in the same position as you. Just because they, like, hold some different political belief, it gives you a lot of opportunity to be like, well, I'm never going to fucking team up with X, Y, and Z, you know, to form a union and, uh, you know, stop the oppression of of all of us mm. at the source. All it's doing is we're getting played. We're getting played. I don't know, man. And if, you, if you're drawing any... Uh, any comparisons in that metaphor there are none we were talking about food we're very hungry <laughs> all i've had to eat today are ramen noodles <laughs> well gage texted me earlier and he was like yeah man you can come over soon i'm cooking and i was imagining like this feast that he was making until now he's like i'm making ramen noodles i'm like see this is the thing it's a real thing i left i ate leftovers this morning from from three days ago you know this is this is the thing you got to deal with when when nobody understands the Olive Garden issue. Yeah. <laughs> we're not family. No. When we're here, we're not family. Yeah. We're thinking about what dish we want, and we're fighting because, you know, when you go to Buca de Beppo, or all, you get you get a family-style plate. Yeah. You got to share. So what are we sharing? What are we sharing? Are, are we, is everybody sharing that Wagyu steak with each other? No. You go to, you know, is everyone getting that $80, $80 Wagyu plate? No, I think we all got a napkin at least, right? Yeah. yeah, I go to dinner with five people. We get one Wagyu steak, you know. We <laughs> split we split it up, up half an ounce per person. It's eighty dollars for four people. It's you know, <laughs> twenty dollars a person. It's not bad at all. It's a tw- that's even then. It's like twenty dollars each person. And yeah. then yeah, you know what's so hard um, is that like using your brain uses the most energy out of any organ in your body. Uh, like you know within reason i mean obviously if you're doing a bunch of if you do like 100 push-ups 100 sit-ups and run uh 10 kilometers a day with no ac you know you may be using more energy in your muscles but for the most part people spend the most energy with thought and like when you're when you have social media insomnia you're just using all this energy to care without organizing and that's in many ways, sometimes it can become wasted. You spend all that men- mental energy writing a 13-paragraph, uh, 6,000 adjective response on social media, and you can garner tens of likes, hundreds <laughs> of likes. Shit, you might even seven get retweeted. Seven <laughs> Yeah. A couple of retweets. For what? Cloud. What are you trying to perpetuate? Are you trying to perpetuate that you're right? I mean, this is an old, this is an old thing that that has been commented a lot. You, you, what are you arguing people in Facebook? You could just ignore it. You can just ignore it, but that doesn't mean you should ignore your opinion. You can keep that. It's your opinion. It doesn't mean it's invalidated just because you don't voice it online. That's still your opinion. Yeah. Also, your actions online, um, and the fact that you don't say anything doesn't mean you have to do nothing. We're not saying don't do anything. It's just like, you know, I get pretty tired of going on the internet and every five fucking, you know, comments I see is someone talking about how problematic it is that Scarlett Johansson thinks she can play any character she wants. I mean, she can, just don't see the fucking movie. Your dollar bill speaks more than your comments on the internet do unless, you know, you're getting paid in Bitcoin to comment or something, which, you know, some people do. Yeah, and that's a really weird article. That's bad. Like, it's, it's a poor title. I get that. I get that. It's not good that she. How are you gonna say you can play any character? I can't see her playing a Shaquille O'Neal biopic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're really just like. This, I'm sure that that's not what she said, but that's the problem. I'd pay extra money to hate watch that. <laughs> right. Like, like that's. I know if I read the article and I did not read all of it because the 15 minutes was too short. Yeah. People. The point is, like, she probably didn't mean to say that, even though it was really dumb for her to imply it. She probably meant to say, um, if someone comes to me with work, I will take the work because acting isn't a full-time gig. It's contract-based, so I need money. And something, <laughs> some characters are worse to play than others. If it was like... Yeah, she played Ghost in the Shell. That was uh, from what I heard. I mean, I didn't see the movie because I was like, I don't really like that. I don't think Scarlett Johansson's a very good actress. 
Yeah, I mean, it's particularly troublesome when you think you could play a Asian person in a in a readaptation of a Japanese show. People think that's 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 bad because of the history of Hollywood. That's cool. That's yeah, fine. but it's not like she squinted her eyes and went, "Oh, hello, <laughs> I am Ghost in Share." Yeah, did, did you shoot? It's not like she was doing that thing where where you like take your fingers to the edges of your eyes and you. You, you spread it so they look really skinny. Dude, people did that to me so much growing up. Like, like all the fucking time. Oh, yeah, dude. Kids suck. Yeah, dude, kids are the worst. But she wasn't doing that. I mean, she was just doing a bad acting job. <laughs> yeah, and it's, a, it's not a good thing. It's not the best thing to colonize other people's content, other, other people's art. Also, if you watched, um, if you watched Avengers Endgame and you supported uh, Leonardo da Vinci... What's his name? Jason Biggs. Who's that? The guy. The guy who plays Iron Man, who uh, was like a black dude, wore blackface in Tropic Thunder. You're oh. culpable. Oh. Robert Robert Downs Jr. Robert De Niro Downs. Down Downey. Robert Downey. Robert Downero. Yeah, I saw that movie. That sucked. I didn't see Endgame. Yeah, I saw the one before that. Was it Avengers? Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see Endgame. Yeah, all that shit was garbage. I mean, it's a superhero. You know, they're 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 following the trend. It's like American anime almost. Yeah, I mean, I like I liked it, but I didn't like myself for liking it. I was like, oh man, <laughs> that's an expensive movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that money went somewhere else. <laughs> Expected expensive in time and money. Yeah. Was it like three hours? Yeah, it's like three hours. Yeah, so I felt like I had expended a lot of resources to watch it, but then on top of that. Uh, monetarily is probably like hundreds of millions of dollars to make i got a question um so we're at the point in where where social wokeness and all that stuff is is a little bit yeah it's it's boiling a little bit heat advisory um do you think that these new disney movies like aladdin and lion king are going to satiate social justice insomnia no i think these fucking corporate entities think that they can hop on the bandwagon and still squeeze out views from marginalized groups just by putting a marginalized person in it no but gage the beyonce's in it and really um oh shit i'll go beyonce's in it i'm part of the beehive um and uh What's his name? Childish Gambino's in it. I do He's like Simba. his work. Yeah. They should have made J. Cole Simba. Why? Because he used to call himself Young Simba. Oh, yeah, that's right. But J. Cole's not as popular. Or he probably would have said no because he's like, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be probably the knows. new Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably knows it's a little weird. I won't see any of it only because those movies, I think, are so good because they're animated. And, like, I just don't see it being done well. But, you know, I'm an old I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Are you? I think I want to watch it. I like, love Lion King. I got no problem with casting choices or anything. Um, I just, like, it's just weird. Like, I don't want to see it real. Like, I don't want to see it. Because CGI is so good. Like, I don't want to see a facsimile of, of reality where it, all that shit happens. Like, it's just gross. Also, like, the new Mulan isn't going to have the dragon character in it. Like, There's yeah. a new Mulan without the dragon character? Yeah, they're not going to put Mushu in it. Maybe it's too racist or something. Oh, because Eddie Murphy is racist? Is it like just because Eddie Murphy, like a black dra- a black yeah, man like, voicing a dragon, is yeah. racist? Yeah, I guess that's a dragon face or something. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm not doing my research well enough. Maybe they'll put Mushu in it, but I saw that they're not gonna have Mushu in it. Why? Because it takes away what it does is like like Mulan is a strong female role model, strong character, and she doesn't need a dragon to give her that she should feel that on her own. Is that the I mean, that's my opinion. What if they, re- they should take out all the characters? So, it, but that's like, <laughs> all right. So Mushu is like the classic comic relief, you know. In, yeah. In, in Lion King, you have the bird, and then you have the, yeah, the crab, and then you have Timon Pumbaa. You know, the crab from uh, what's it called? The Little Mermaid. Uh, the Mermaid one. Yeah, and then and then the uh, the genie. Yeah. In Aladdin, you're just gonna take out a major. It's like, all right. Yeah, major. We're gonna comic do. Relief. We're gonna do. Uh, real life Shrek, but Donkey's not gonna be in there because it's racist. It's racist that Eddie Murphy is playing this donkey that can talk. What if it's racist <laughs> that Shrek is 
a big Owen Wilson. Uh, well, yeah, like what if they put, what if they just put like uh, uh, Kevin James as Shrek or something like that? Well, I think that they should that just racist? have a real just... ogre, like <laughs> find a real ogre as Shrek. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always thought it was weird that uh, Shrek wrong. had an Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, or a Scottish Austin accent. Austin Powers. Yeah, is that racist? Because he's green. Dude, this is a problem with social justice insomnia. Is none of this shit matters. It's like, do you want to see the movie or not? And then that should be the end of the conversation. Like, it's like we're like we're sitting here trying to pontificate about whether something's racist or not. Like, it's just, do you want to see the movie or no? That's the example, and yeah. it's okay to have an opinion on it. Yeah, I, I, we keep saying that it's okay to post something online about your opinion. Yeah, but if you make a Huffington Post thirty-page article about it, and like you're like, "Yes, I'm a journalist," uh, I, I don't know, dude. There's other things to talk about. Yeah, like you know, just to be one hundred percent clear, I don't have a problem with wokeness. I don't think Gage has a problem with wokeness, but to quote. The great philosopher, Albert Einstein. Again, too much of a good thing can get you addicted and you'll you might die. Yeah. You know? Also, like I feel like with any degree of of wokeness, there's an amount of self hatred because almost everyone is culpable from that point of view. Like every like no matter what your lifestyle is, there is something within which you are not marginalized and then you have to like be and it's okay to feel culpable, but it's it can be stressful to constantly have that looming over your head when you're like, damn, dude, I just want to make rent this month. I'm too, I'm too like aware and accepting of my vulnerabilities to claim to be woke. Yeah. That's why I don't do burlesque. I don't like what, what is the, is there, how do you become woke? That's, that's another thing. Like, is there a trial that you have to go through where you have to walk through hot coals you have to drink a gallon of milk. I think what it is is you start a Twitter page and then you post your unabashed opinions. And then if Trevor Noah retweets it, <laughs> then you've passed. Then that means like how many people has Trevor Noah retweeted? 20? Yeah, only 20 of you are woke. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, you know. Guys, gals, and those who don't subscribe. It's that same feeling. Where, like, you know, Comic-Con is going on right now. It's like, do I really want to dress up as Frieza right now? Hell yeah, you or do. Or do I just want to go in street clothes and, like, pretend I don't like Dragon Ball Z and anime as much? Yeah. And be fake because I don't think people are going to accept me? I'm doing the latter. I'm not dressing up as Frieza even though I pretend, you know, even though in reality I really like anime a lot. Anime is great. Yeah, I'm just like... Pretending I know less about it. I don't want to talk about it too much because all the anime nerds are going to call me out. They're like, what? You didn't see that episode? You don't watch hundreds and hours of anime a week? You don't know about Frieza's real name? Jackson? <laughs> you don't know Frieza's real name is Jackson? I'll be like, shit, dude. I'm glad I didn't dress up as Frieza. Yeah, good thing, dude. Andrew Jackson is a bad, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. From what I hear from woke people. Yeah. You know, I learn a lot of stuff from woke people that I'm not sure I've learned before. Here's an honest... Um, social, social, just, social justice insomnia people, not, I, not just woke people. I had, uh, I had students, um, and they're you know, students of color, and one of them complained to me about how they don't get Columbus Day off anymore, <laughs> and they're upset about it, because <laughs> they don't know who the fuck Christopher Columbus is, but they're like, we don't have that day off anymore, I'm heated. That's kind of cute, but kind of, like, weird. It's, like, fucked up. They could have replaced it with, like, a different holiday, but still giving people that day off. Because that was a paid day off for teachers, too. Did you know that? Why don't... Yeah, why don't... What happened to the Indigenous Peoples Day re-representation? Oh, no, they just got rid of all of it because it's offensive to people on every side. So, you know, no one gets a day off now. I guess I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. I know, I know, like, a lot of people like to honor like, Indigenous tribes. In in some ways, yeah, and then some people but. have a problem with getting rid of Columbus, Columbus's name, also, and it's all just it's all just uh, fucked up. We should just give everyone that day off and call it day off day. Day off day. Yeah, the only day off in uh, what is it like October? Sleep day. Yeah, you get to sleep in, and get paid by your employers. <laughs> sleep, recharge your wokeness, 
and go on with your life. Yeah. Your beautiful life. True. Look at this. Look at the birds. Watch the sunshine. Go outside. I know that I have social justice insomnia because I'm nervous that this episode is going to make us lose our our fans who expected us to be bastions of uh, political wokeness. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Maybe we'll get new fans. I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. I don't. Okay. I don't I know. Maybe. Will. Maybe so. Maybe not. We'll see you for the last ones in the table eating our eating our uh, spaghetti and carbonara and, and <laughs> salad, dry salad. Damn. So what else is up, man? Um, I don't know. I'm really excited about watching Pacquiao fight tonight. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna bring back masculinity to the Philippines with his fists. <laughs> <laughs> y'all thought y'all thought Pacquiao was bad until Duterte came out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those of you don't know, Duterte used to be gay, and then he stopped, which is I think. <laughs> He said he cured himself. Yeah, he cured himself. By running head first into a wall, <laughs> full sprint. <laughs> Fuck, man. Those of you who aren't familiar with Filipino politics, you should definitely uh, get up on it because it's a much smaller, more homogenous country that like is moves at an accelerated rate in terms of their, their fascist leadership. Like, It's pretty crazy. It sucks. It's scary. I got family members there. The scary thing is that a lot of people support that hatred and and weird, like, anti-wokeness. Yeah. It's crazy, too, because he's got, like, super puritanic ideals, but he's, like, very anti-Catholic. You know, he has, like, a lot of Christian beliefs. Or, like, not Christian beliefs, but, like, Christo-fascist beliefs, like, like, no gay sex and, like... uh, no drugs allowed, no crime, big families, but he's like super anti uh Catholic. That's always been interesting to me. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know about that guy, man. He says a bunch of crazy stuff. He says he wants to bomb China or whatever, like stuff like that. Like, come <laughs> on, man, luck, you're not dude. gonna do China, it's like Yeah. China? Really? China? The people that invented fireworks? The people that invented Chinese people that invented algorithms. Yeah, true. Look, look what we're doing now. We're in an algorithm-run social society through our phones, through our technology. Yeah, true that. Yeah, like come on, man. China, Duterte. What did what did the Philippines invent? Karaoke yeah. machines? Did we really? No, it was Japan. But the person who owns the, the patent, Fili- yeah, is yeah. Filipino. Cool. A little bit of news for y'all. A little entrepreneurship. Yeah, you, know, you know what did Filipino people invent? Boxing? <laughs> I don't think so. No, Manny Pacquiao didn't invent boxing, but he's a very exciting fighter that knocked people out with blazing hands and insane combinations. I think the Philippines invented the windmill layup. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't dunk, so they're just like, all right, we're going to do something else crazy. No, the, no, more specific, the windmill layup with flip flops on. Yeah. <laughs> Been to the Philippines. I've hooped with people not wearing any shoes. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten my ankles broken by a dude with uh broken flip flops on. You got thongs. I remember <laughs> I, I was um with my cousin, my older cousin. His name is Aristotle. Call him Aries. That's two sick fucking names. <laughs> His name is Aries. And one time he came to a party, we were in like this gated community in the Philippines and these two preppy boys came up from private schools to me and my fat cousin, James, his, uh, Aries, his younger brother. And they were like, you guys want to hoop? There was like three of them. And there was only me and James. And we're like, you know, let's call our cousin Aries. He's like down the street, yeah, house next door. And we're like, Hey, you want to play hoops with these private school kids? He's like, private school kids. And turns around. He's like, yeah, I play <laughs> basketball. And he fucked them up. dude. <laughs> he was doing windmill layups and flip-flops and like doing behind the back passes and like doing fakes i was like dang aries how'd you get so good he's like i played school i played uh basketball at school too but not private yeah and i was like dang for those of you who don't know um basketball is like the philippines unofficial uh sport like Dude, country sport it's huge ba- yeah, manny pacquiao has its own like league yeah in the philippines i think <laughs> it's like municipal something league yeah basketball is huge out there he played, All my cousins are pretty good. They're just short. He played uh, pro basketball hoops too, Manny. 
Really? Yeah, he was in a he was in a team. Oh, I didn't a know pro that. Pro team in the Philippines. That's crazy. Yeah. He's a small dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe he should go talk to Duterte to see how he can how he can help cure gayness or something like that. You know? Yeah. We don't want to say that Manny Pacquiao is like a bastion of of uh, ethical. You know, he's not your he's not the guy you should go to for ethics, but that's not really what he's there for. No, he's not. You know, his his opinions aren't aren't too well. They're not woke at all because he's born, raised Philippines, old Catholic beliefs. Yeah, but he can kick some ass in the boxing ring. Yeah, so this this is one of those things to look out for when when forming social justice opinions. Like you got this guy, he's not very, you know, up up to speed with culture. He's saying a lot of things that are are negative. And make people feel like shit and something Pretty some things that are ignorant. wrong. Being ignorant. But this is a guy who grew up in the Philippines with nothing and, and, and even if you disagree with his comments, it's still interesting and important to think about the person. You know, what makes somebody with so much influence say that in public and lose their Nike sponsorship? Yeah. And without having that empathy, are you going to have the argument you wanna have for that person to convince them? about why it's bad to say that about the you know people who are gay yeah i think if you if you discredit a person's entire opinion based on one aspect of their ethical beliefs um you're missing out on a lot of opportunity to both strengthen your argument or find find uh similarities or overlaps between your beliefs like i don't think I don't think that uh, Obama or Pacquiao would disagree that hunger is an issue across the world, and but you know Pacquiao has a problem with the LGBT community, and that's something to uh, criticize. But that doesn't mean that like what he may think would help stop hunger would be you know a stupid idea. Have you ever met anyone that's canceled their like grandpa? Yeah. Or for their sure. uncle or something? Yeah, so many people were like, yeah, yeah, I can't even go to Thanksgiving because they're just so ignorant. It's like, all right, you don't like your family? Like, you guys don't need to agree politically to acknowledge that there is a kinship there. Mm. Yeah, I've met a lot of people who think that that's okay. Like, that it's okay to be like... Like, the, if there's one thing on this planet that's important, it's it's those interpersonal relationships, and they should supersede uh, your political opinion. Hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to agree with them that doesn't mean that you have to support them or give to any of their causes but what it does mean is that they're human and you should still have that relationship otherwise we're nothing Mm -hmm. we're fucking nothing if we're willing to sacrifice people over an idea yeah and in this in this show about to wrap it up we're at 58 in gage and i don't agree on everything in fact, it's like 50-50. We might agree on something eventually yeah. after talking it out because we're like, oh, I get what he's saying. That's, you know, I can I can jive with that. But when I get home, I'm thinking like, damn, so stupid. I can't believe I agree. <laughs> no, I don't do that. That's the point. Is like if you don't sit and talk to somebody with diplomacy, with the skill of speech, level 100 speech, that's the type of thing that can get you uh, to understand to validate somebody in a way that doesn't, you know, you, you if you validate what somebody says, does that, okay, I'm confusing myself here. If you validate what somebody says, does that mean they're right? No, it just means you guys both had a contractual agreement to end the argument. Okay, okay. See, I don't know. I'm not a diplomat. I'm not a politician. I'm not, I'm not woke. Now we're just people having a conversation. Yeah, I haven't evolved. We're t- we're talk like what am I gonna do? When we go out there and with a cape and p- punch people <laughs> and <laughs> and this the power of my punch concentrated in my fists is gonna change their minds. Yeah, it that's, might. Yeah, that's all you I could can do. Scare them into agreeing with you. Yeah, and get arrested <laughs> yeah. for felony charges. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It. At the end of the day, it's just, uh, it should have discourse, but there shouldn't be crazy repercussions for like non, non-hateful speech. And I think the bar keeps getting set lower and lower for what hate speech is. At this point, it's like, 
dis like on both sides it's like disagreeing with someone is hate speech yeah it's dif it's difficult to really pin down and understand where the state of social skills is going to be and what has happened to social skills because of the amazing advent of this instantaneous communicative technology that we call the internet it's 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 the evolution of the hive mind i mean shit that made you like woke 10 years ago would you would be ignorant by some people's standards at this point dude you watch a movie made in like 2017 and there's so many like problematic fucking yeah. nasty stuff yeah <laughs> people about, like gold member on uh what's it austin power anything yeah people are getting in trouble on things they say on twitter um which sometimes it's sometimes it's justified sometimes it's not yeah the, i think yeah. also people pick and choose uh who they're gonna like what's okay and what isn't based on like who's saying it all like a lot like all the time like why does amy schumer still have a career uh yeah. you know what um like, kevin hart can't host the the oscars for a tweet from like six years ago for everybody out there with their eyes wide open, ears wide open, listening to this fuming smokes coming out of your ears. <laughs> Just log on to um, go to your uh, Apple podcast and give us a one star review. Yeah, I dare you. Yeah, share <laughs> share our episode. And tell people this shit is garbage. Yeah, and do the text. Fucking thing. misogynist. Yeah, screenshot our episode. This episode you're watching now. Do a little text thing at the top on Instagram story and do a whole paragraph talking about why what we're saying is problematic and wrong please yeah and if you're smart and you disagree with us then you just won't listen to us or you can listen to oh. us and get our our point of view it's up to you man you should listen to yeah, us. you, should, you listen. should just keep listening to other episodes because we're gonna we're gonna say it. so much more exciting unpopular opinions no and that you can talk about no you can just berate us at our email at artprospodcast at gmail.com until we acquiesce and agree with you Mm -hmm. and we refuse to uh be honest all right <laughs> all right all the pasta people out there all right all my all my salad folk and even my garlic bread homies keep cool do not get uh heat stroke don't go outside you know this is artscape time yeah it's a heat advisory so really be careful if you have kids don't leave them in your car yet yeah dang <laughs> Um, if you listen to anything today and you laughed even once, consider donating to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash artprospodcast. Uh, consider donating to our crypto wallets, our, our Coinbase stuff, you know, consider donating you know, a couple Bitcoins to keep this thing running, uh, cause we do love you guys and we'll do whatever the fuck you want. Just like pay us. Yeah. We're doing like 40 hours and 15 minutes a week. That's overtime. Yeah. Yeah, we work full-time jobs. This is our other part-time job. It's a full-time job. It's a part-time job. You hear all these stories. Your grandpa says they walked 10 miles to go to school in the in the snow. Well, we're, we don't have to do that. <laughs> but we read 15 minutes of articles every week after our full-time job to talk about pasta people and <laughs> garlic bread Book just to Pepo. make people laugh and think about something a little differently um buy some of our art <laughs> <laughs> like a couple hundred 600 bucks yeah buy some of our art we, we haven't put any out yet but when we do buy it yeah so it's a, you know you could either buy one thing for 500 to 1000 dollars. yeah keep us going donate between one to five dollars a month yeah or or you can donate to us on Venmo and Cash App single time if you want. Uh, we'll put that in the description. <laughs> That's like one less beer a month yeah, that you real. can drink, you know? Less than that. Yeah. So, anyways. Oh, my God. And do research in, I, I, do research in Andrew Yang. This guy wants universal basic income. So, like, like you know, he'll give you $1,000 a month, and then you can give us five of those dollars <laughs> dude universal basic income gang, gang. come on and i heard he also wants to uh promote the search for fairies and and <laughs> and make people's dreams come through with a machine yeah 
with a dream make come true machine. He's also against uh, automation replacing people's jobs, which is an important issue. Um, yeah. Yeah, we love I you think guys. It should be managed properly. Well, yeah, but I mean, like the thing is, is that you can't just like let's say, uh, let's say self-driving cars really take off. You're just gonna displace, you know, fifty thousand truckers, and then not have another avenue for them to make an income. Like, it's gonna make a lot of angry people. Well, I think we should self-drive ourselves out of this conversation before we talk for <laughs> another Joe Rogan-esque two hours. Sure, but we totally could, and that's why you guys should donate to the Patreon. Yeah, I, I love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a yeah. good day. Yeah!